inning. Segura just took a sizzler off the bat of Teoscar Hernandez. Grabbed it out of the air. Dove to the bag. We go to the bottom of the tenth. So Munoz is the runner at third. Segura is at second. Guthrie is at first. And Phillies trying to win it. That deer league is four for four. A bouncer into center field. Matt Burling has won the ball game. Here in the bottom of the tenth inning, his first ever five-hit night. And the Phillies come from behind and win it four to three. What a celebration. Woo! The Philadelphia Fighting Phils get themselves a walk-off come from behind victory against the Toronto Blue Jays and avoid a disastrous 2008 U.S. economy level collapse. So far, for one more night, they put it off. This is interesting to see your daily sports podcast, news, narratives, takes gambling. I'm on the internet, so you don't have to be. Thursday night football preview coming up a wee bit later. We're going to run through a quick show today. Shouldn't be too bad. A little bit of baseball here, a little bit of baseball there. Remember to like, rate, review, subscribe if you like the show. Help people find it. You can also watch on YouTube. Blah, 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 blah. Thanks for hanging out for little YouTube viewers. Uh, YouTube is better than podcasts. Ha, ha, ha. Just kidding. I don't know. I like all, I like all of my listener equally. <laughs> Let's start with uh, some shade. Today's going to be a shady, a shady day. Be a lot of shade. First bit of shade we have is that Joe Burrow... After starting 0-2 and looking like garbage for standing in the pocket long enough to eat a sandwich, uh, has such has subsequently deleted Twitter and Facebook. Wait, no, Twitter and Instagram. He forgot he had Facebook. I don't have Twitter or Instagram right now, so I've seen none of it. But believe me, buddy, all you have to do is pull up the Google app on your phone and go to Twitter.com, and you can log right in. <laughs> that's, that's what I did when I deleted the Facebook app. I still hate Facebook now. I don't really go on Facebook. Sometimes I do, sometimes I don't. But most people told them, yeah, when you delete... Twitter, Instagram, all the people who are like 35 right now around my age told them, yeah, we've tried that. It doesn't work. You just end up back on Facebook. That'll work, right? That'll help me focus and block out the noise. Uh, Amon Ross St. Brown, the Detroit Lions wide receiver who's been roasting the NFL in the last eight games dating back to last year. He's essentially been one of the two or three best receivers in the NFL and has put up stats that are literally the best in the history of the sport, like um, something like eight the six or seven, eight straight games with at least eight catches, six straight games with at least eight catches and a touchdown, um, like literally beating records with like Antonio Brown, Jerry Rice, Michael Thomas, like crazy shit. He is like one, he's probably this, he's a top five wide receiver in the NFL. He is a superstar. He remembers every single wide receiver drafted in front of him. Remember we played that clip from Hard Knocks? Well, in the best game of his career where he had 119 receiving yards and 68 rushing yards and two receiving touchdowns. He was playing against the Washington commanders who took a receiver. I don't know. Not, it wasn't one of the best guys. Cause he, he's still mad at the, like the guys who took like Jamar chase and Jalen Waddle and Devonte Smith. But those guys are legit. Nobody thinks that that's, those are bad draft selections. Nobody thinks that they should have taken Amon Ross St. Brown over those guys. However, people like Tutu Atwell and Deami Brown for the Washington Commanders, everyone's like, guys, what were you doing? Look at Amara St. Brown. And so he played one of those guys over the weekend, and then he was asked about it, and this is what he had to say. You know, the draft, it is what it is. Um, like, I think, um, I mean, even the, the Commanders, they got a guy before me over there. I believe his name is Deami Brown. I don't know how many catches he had. You guys can probably tell me.
Zero. He had zero catches. He had zero yards. He played one snap. That, or how many yards he had, but I don't forget things like that. You know, I see him across the sideline from where I'm standing during the game, and every team that I'm gonna give every team hell. You, I mean, honestly, we're watching Miami a little bit. Or? Yeah, I don't, I don't. I didn't see him in the game much. Yeah, he's like from the sideline. He said he was like staring at him. Uh, I didn't see him in the game much. I like that. Good for you, bud. Rub it in their face. Uh, it's just because he's not fast or big. Pretty important parts of being a football player. Hey, that's scouting, dude. Uh, Justin Fields apologized for saying that the fans don't care. You know, I was I was mad after the game, and I mean, I I like to address this now to get everything cleared up. But you know, there was a thing that I said on Sunday after the game where I said, you know, um, the uh-huh. fans don't put in work. And when I was, what? you know, first off, um, you know, I was frustrated after the game. So, you know, number one, I didn't want to come and talk to you guys. Um, I wasn't in the mood to come and talk to you guys. That's really big of him. Uh, to say it that way, because it doesn't fucking matter. You have to, <laughs> but it's good to say it that way. I mean, that's that's human. So, I like that. Um, you know, I should have did a better job explaining what I meant by that. Yep. But um, what I meant by that was I'm talking about work. You know, regarding uh, the game on Sunday, winning the game. You know, I don't know any fans. I don't- He's clearly very smart. What he needs to do is take some of his rookie contract, which is worth like. 18, 20 million dollars, and he needs to find whoever the Mannings and Matthew Stafford and Tom Brady use and be like, hey, can I just have like a couple hours of your time? We you teach me how to do this. Um, because when you're boring and you pay money to become boring publicly, then people will leave you the fuck alone. I don't know what they're doing in their personal lives, um, and I respect every fan that we have. I'm- yep, okay, got it. Like, I like that. It's a good. It's a good apology. It's a good response. Magnus Carlson broke his silence about the whole thing, and he's like, after this tournament, I'll talk about it more. Chess has never been this popular. Like, this has made chess more infamous than any Queen's Gambit show ever possibly could. I'm not going to play the interview. It is eight and a half minutes long. But essentially, um, he didn't really say anything. He just implicated, like, maybe I think he's cheating. Uh, Cool. Whatever. Like, we'll deal with that later at a time when he is willing to shit on the guy he thinks is cheating. Ted Lasso. Huge news. Groundbreaking news regarding Ted Lasso. Let's take a look. He doesn't do things conventionally, but then again, none of the great managers do. He's Why does it look so weird? Why does it look so uncanny valley? Proven he belongs in the game. He didn't know a thing about football, but that didn't matter. He's someone you just can't help but root for. He knows how to block out the noise. He's a great manager and an even better man. And if you tell him I said that, I will brain you. Oh, that's right, baby. The you can play with creepy Jason Sudeikis on FIFA. FIFA 23, baby. You can play with AFC Richmond and Jason Sudeikis, a.k.a. Ted Lasso, on FIFA 23. This is so creepy. Wow. We got to figure video games out, man. EA Sports can kiss my ass. This is gross. I love the idea. Look at that is Jason Sudeikis. We're going to stop with the AI robots, and we're going to stop with Jason Sudeikis looking like a real person. No. But nobody likes Tom Hanks in the Polar Express. Ugh. All right, let's get to some sports. How about some sports? Just kidding. I have another cool story for you. Let's go to TikTok, where this kid in Ohio has pirated, not pirated, commandeered 
the OSU women's basketball username. And what I mean by that is he simply has the OSU women's basketball username for TikTok. And TikTok in women's athletics is enormous. That's how there's recruiting. And the female athletes in college at the college level are enormous on TikTok. It's a huge deal. Um, a lot of players are stars. And because of NIL, they can make money. So their colleges want to support them by making a TikTok, etc. This kid owns the OSU one, and it is about to be a battle. He's just rubbing it in their face. Let's watch this. Hey, Ohio State women's basketball, send me all the lawsuits you want. I'm not backing down. He is keeping it for $2.5 million. And he's got this Ohio State Buckeyes. It says hoops, which apparently he's smart enough to understand the branding difference between hoops and basketball so he doesn't get sued. But they are coming after him. <clears throat> there he is. There he is. There he is. Not too this is just a tweet. There it is. Cease and assist order. <laughs> He's got and he's got the the thing as the logo so that it can confuse people on the internet. That is objectively hilarious. Let's check it with Mike McDaniel where we're gonna do our TikToks. Mike McDaniel was asked if he sleeps more or less now as a head coach. Um, actually, he's yeah, the head coach I, of the Miami Dolphins, FYI, and he's two and zero, and uh, things are going really well. He's a dweeb. He's the one that likes to smoke weed and uh, is now an NFL head coach. He's like the exact opposite of Dan Campbell and Mike Vrabel. I get more sleep um, now than I did. Uh, in in my past endeavors, um, uh, it's partially because I it didn't matter. I, I would, I mean, I used to be able to uh, really push it from game day to almost Wednesday without showering. Now that would be obvious. Because <laughs> he used to be, you know, a runt, and now he's an NFL head coach. He's killing it. The Dolphins are killing it. Let's transition to Thursday night football and give you some best bets. Um, Boy, real stinker on the on the docket tonight. But in the defense of Amazon Prime, it Bush, the game is on Amazon Prime. The game is on Amazon Prime. The game is on Amazon Prime. Okay. In the defense of Amazon Prime, this looked like a sick game when they put it on the schedule. We have the Pittsburgh Steelers headed to the Cleveland Browns. The, <laughs> the marquee matchup of Mitch Trubisky versus Jacoby Brissett. God damn, it's going to be a barn burner. Everyone thinks this is going to be the opposite of football. And this is essentially, geographically and literally, this is a Big Ten football game. Uh, And what that means is, if you take out Ohio State and Penn State from the Big Ten, what that means is, all of the offensive plays your dad would watch and be like, what are they doing? Nobody's going to run any of those plays. (laughs) So the Browns have two really good running backs, and the Steelers have a kind of good running back who's young and also kind of hurt. So... Everyone thinks the Browns are going to win. The Browns are favored. Minus four and a half. Should we bring up the bet slip? There it is. I have some bets for you to consider. Uh, these are just my thoughts. I have no real read on this game other than I think that I think that Cleveland at home, after losing the way they did to the Jets, are in an in- enormous letdown spot here. And that without a grown man at quarterback, which Jacoby Brissett's a grown man. He's a fine backup. He's one of the best backups in the last 10 years in the NFL, actually. But without the big playmakers and whatnot, if, if the Steelers are able to corral... Najee, or I mean, excuse me, Nick Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt, the running backs for the Browns. If they're if the Steelers are able to just stop that a little bit, the Browns have no real way to score home runs. They do have an excellent offensive line and those two sweet running backs. And the Pittsburgh Steelers lost their best player for the entire year, TJ Watt, who tore his peck. Therefore, the Browns are favored by four and a half, which is a weird line. It, I don't know if it's fishy, but it is definitely weird. Uh, I like the Steelers to cover the spread. Four and a half means that the Browns have to score almost a touchdown more than the Steelers. That's a lot of points for either of them to score. The over-unders at 38 and a half, which we discussed, that's a preseason over-under. That is tiny. I do have right up here some uh, over-unders for players for you. I'm not. I'm staying away from the total. I'm staying away from it because it could go... 
Well, actually, you know what? Never mind. I might place it. I I might go ahead and place a pretty big bet on the over just because there you're literally never out of it. If it's seven to three at halftime, you're not out of it. You need four touchdowns. That's two each. It's one. I mean, like you're never you're never out of this over under. I might I might say go ahead and smash that over under. Plus there there are some big playmakers in this game. Chase Claypool. So let's go over some. Uh, let's let's take a look see at some of what what Vegas expects them to do. And remember, if you're not into the gambling portion of the program. The reason to listen to the gambling portion of this program is so that we can understand what people think is going to happen. For example, the receiver props in this game are really strange. Uh, Deontay Johnson, under 56 and a half yards. Both quarterbacks are expected to throw for less than 200 yards. Holy shit, this is going to be boring. If you have Deontay Johnson on your fantasy team, you're probably freaking out. Also, Pat Fryermuth is over under for receiving yards is 34 and a half, which is tiny. Why? Because... The Cleveland Browns have this freak safety linebacker thing called Jeremiah Wusukoromoa, and he is so good. It's insane how good he is. Nobody He plays a position that doesn't exist, and he's going to guard Fryermuth. But there's no amount of speed and athleticism that uh, Jeremiah Wusukoromoa can have that can make him 6-6. So I think that Pat's going to be fine. I have, I love the Steelers. Wait, 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 wait. I got the Steelers plus four. Has the line moved in the time since I prepped the show? Because it's plus four and a half. Ooh, yeah, then if the line's moving, if the line is moving, yeah, take the Steelers to beat the spread. Uh, I think Vegas is freaked out. This late week line movement means that, so what happens in football, if lines move a day or two before kickoff of a game, it means that either the Sharks and the general public are not on the same page, and the Sharks are manipulating the general public so that they can get the line to move. So what this means to me is they've always thought that Pittsburgh would cover and they kind of are allowing it, the spread to go smaller, right? So maybe say it was like plus four, and they're like, oh, yeah, but Cleveland's really good. They have Nick Chubb and TJ Watt's gone, and the, the Sharks are kind of helping the public to like bet it up because they're dumb. And then the line becomes bigger, so it's, it's less of a, a problem for Pittsburgh to cover the spread. It's an amazing situation that's happening in sports gambling. So I like Pittsburgh to cover now that we've got this, like literally since I've started recording, the line has moved. In the game, what you can watch for is it's on it's NFL football on TV. Um, I really can't sell you this game. What to be interested in about? I, Jeremiah Wusukoromoa is electrifying. The Browns' defense is electrifying. Nick Chubb is like a classic running back. For some reason, the way he moves his legs, he very much looks like he could have been like a running back in the seventies. He's enormous. His legs are enormous. They're weapons. Got maple and oak. Be good nicknames for your legs. Maple and oak. Uh, other reasons to watch this game is that when will we see Kenny Pickett? When can Mike Tomlin, the head coach of the Steelers, not look his players in the eye and be like, yeah, Kenny gives us the best chance to win. So I like the Steelers. I love the over. I don't think it's going to go over, but I love it. If you're going to go out, have a beer, like what are you going to root for? Points. I want a shit show. I want to pick six. Uh, 38 and a half is so effing low for two good, for two teams that are enjoyable. I I just can't. I just can't not do it. I, I would totally do it. Aaron Judge is going for 60 home runs. 61 home runs, excuse me. It's going to be on Apple TV if he ties or beats Roger Morris. If he hits one tomorrow, it'll be on Apple Mother and TV, which is hilarious. All the baseball people are freaking out. How can you ruin this moment for baseball? Believe me, folks. It's Friday Football Friday in these United States. No one's watching. The exact same amount of people are watching on Apple TV as would be watching on TV, which is... New Yorkers. No one cares. I will watch it on Twitter. It's, fr- it's Friday Night Lights in America. He needed to do this two weeks ago. 
I'm being kind of uh, annoying, but like it's true. I don't know what else you want from me. Tomorrow's Football Friday. Got a big, 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 big slate of pretty sick games. Uh, college football conference schedules are coming out. So, back and better than ever tomorrow. Let's come hang out. <laughs>